Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Stop Foster. That's right. And we're bringing you reviews and hot takes on the, uh, well, movies and TV shows that we've watched. I was about to say latest, but really they ain't the latest. Some of them be old. But you know what I'm saying? We're here to give you movies and uh, TV takes and reviews and stuff of that nature. What's going on with you, my boy? Man, can't call it, man. I got to steal one of your things, man. Everything is going slow motion. You know, uh, just getting the job done, potting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting new material. So, man, it's, uh, I mean, honestly, I can't really, really complain, man. Just, uh, just trying to make it through another day. But how you feeling? Everything good with you? Man, everything is great, man. And speaking of pods, I got halfway through, um, the Drake pod that you did, the latest pod of 28 minutes or less. I gotta finish it up. And then I got some uh got some stuff to talk to you about, man. I'm gonna text it to you though when I get done with it. But so far, so good. So far, okay. so good. You made some you you made some great points. Did you get to the point of my um my dream album that I wanted? You got there yet? No, not yet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not yet. I was I was listening to it and you know what I'm saying, I had to Take my headphones out because the QC guy was coming. And he was <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and the stuff I was doing was was super important because everybody kept coming over there. So I was like, yeah, "Let me take these out before I get busted." So they oh, walked off. Funny. I took them out real quick, switched out the earplug, and then he came and talked to me. And then I was like, "Man, he was over there for a minute." So by the time I got a chance to put them back in, it was time to go. Hey, funny. Look, I ain't asked you this week. I don't think I don't think I asked you Friday either, man. But I've been asking you like, yo, man, how's it hey, going? Man, man, listen, I told you, bro. You know, you know, I wear a hoodie to work. So as long as the hoodie stay on, they don't have no idea. And then I got I got all this on the sides. So it's like uh-huh. between this on the sides and then the the little top that come out right here, they can't see nothing. And then the hood be on too, they can't see nothing. That's funny. <clears throat> That's hilarious. But everybody, I, I ain't gonna lie. Crazy. But I would be the same way. But I, I, I can't, man. Especially if it's something I'm used to doing. I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. something. Nothing feels weird to me because as soon as I get to work, I put my AirPod in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying as I'm walking into the work. So like when I'm when I'm walking into work, I'm listening to music. But usually when I'm leaving, I'm like finishing up a pod. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like I'm constantly listening to something. So if it's like a situation where like my AirPod is beeping, it's about to die. So it's like I'm about to get to the car. I just take it out, and it's like mm-hmm. just walking. It's like I'm usually listening to something. Bro, bro, you feel so weird high, bro. Yeah, you yeah. feel so. I know exactly how you feel. Like that first week when they told us we couldn't wear we couldn't wear no more audio headphones to work, bro. I was in there going crazy, bro. I'm sitting here fiending. I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at the thing, and all you hear is the sound of all the machines. Like, I'm like, man, no, no, I cannot do that. If if I got to take one for the team, I'm going to take one for the team, bro. Forget that. Write me up. I'm not doing this stuff. No. So then I was like, I thought about it, and then you know, so I was like, well, I got the AirPods. So I mean, it ain't like they can 
know what I'm saying, catch me for real. So yeah, start wearing the AirPod. I was getting away with it. So far, so good. That's hilarious. That's yeah, funny though, because you just, that's funny, boy. You sound just like me, boy. But we podcast fiends, boy. Yeah, it, it. It's it's just it's such a it's it make the day go by so much better. You know what I'm saying? I don't be I don't have to pay attention to the clock when I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? I know by the time, like I could literally time my breaks, I could time my lunch, I could time my day by the pods that I listen to. So I know my first two pods, I'm gonna get through the first full one, and then I'm gonna get through like maybe half or a quarter of the second one before it's my first break. And then for lunch, I'm gonna get through the rest of that one and I may get a half of another one in. And then at the end. I'm gonna finish that one, and I'm gonna get another half in, and I'm good. I'm like, as long as I can do that, bro, I don't have to worry about nothing. Hey, but the the, the close that out, man. I be mad when um, cause you know the there's two podcasts I listen to, you know, on mm-hmm. the daily because Thanks they're you. you know radio shows or whatever. And like, man, I be so mad like when I get through because it's usually I get my like whichever day of the week I get my first pod in, right? Mm-hmm. So then I know by the time I finish that first one. Dan them should have at least dropped at least two, the local hour and the big suit. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I go on there and I don't see it. Oh, right, man. Now. let me like, tell you something. Why y'all playing? Last week, bro, I was going through withdrawals. Wednesday is because because no joke, no joke, bro. Listen, <laughs> Wednesday is my best pod day. I gotta, I have the itinerary down for Joe. I mean, for uh, Wednesday It's Joe in the morning. Then by the time Joe get done. It's first break, so you know what I'm saying? When I get back, I finish that up. Then it's Craig Facts on YouTube. Then I get through that. That's about like two hours, so that's lunch. Then when I come back, I go to Sirius Satellite and listen to Straight from the Heart with Kevin Hart and the Plastic Cup Boys. My day finished. Three pods all Wednesday. It's the it's the best pod day I got all week. That's my favorite day of the week. Man, it wasn't no Joe was like <laughs> Hey, did you keep refreshing? Like, yes, all day long, <laughs> all day long. I went on Twitter. I'm like, man, I searched the button it. podcast. I went on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, but I heard that Ice had surgery, so that's the reason oh, that they ain't been in. Yeah, I don't I know. Saw, I don't know what's going on, but I saw because uh, I went to Joe's page and I didn't see nothing, so I went mm-hmm. to the J- JVP, and it said that uh, somebody on the team got COVID. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't gonna be no pop. Uh, the cameraman. Um, it's not Alex, is it? Nah, Alex is the is is uh, Alex is uh, what they call it, man? Like uh, one of the producers? No, Alex is the dude where they be like uh, something, man. Um, oh, screen man, screen man, screen man. Alex is screen man. And then uh it's the it's the cameraman uh E. I forgot what his real name is. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was refreshing Ooh. first. Erickson. Erickson, Erickson. Cause I was checking and then I was like, all right, let me let me let me go to the thing. Cause I know this happened before where I went on Twitter and I, you know, saw what was going mm-hmm. on. So I saw it and I was like, all right. But the thing is, like, man, you already know that's two thirty right there. Bruh. Guarantee every Easy. week, Easy. you know. So you take two thirty, possibly sometimes three hours. Hey, listen, out of your day—that's great like, day. 
damn, but you like great. But leave a hole, but you be like, shit, I gotta feel this. I gotta feel this time. I'm telling you, <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> I went back. So you it, okay? So anytime I anytime I need to like fill in a spot, bro, I will always go to 85 South and find yep. any Jack Thriller episode. Well, not Jack Thriller, but that's that's one. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Oh, I don't mean it like like it, it could just be any. Well, not any because uh, any, yeah. now they have nothing but guests. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like if I'm not really interested in the guests, mm-hmm. I I know I'm missing out on material because Carlos and them they they just funny. Period. But but um but yeah, that's just one of those pies. Was like I will. That's my one of my fillers. And then mm-hmm. another one of my fillers, you know, is uh, uh, the rewatchables. I texted yep. you the other day. They did a movie that we did like two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, let me check this out, see what they talk about. So uh, so that was cool. But I got to ask you this, man, because we got to get into two things before we start the pod. Yep. Um, but what kind of film? Oh, seen the trailer? Oh, my goodness. Did I see the trailer? I, I probably don't watch it since it came out probably about 13 times now. Man, listen. I'm ready for it, man. Man, what? I might, I might have to, I might have to be the now. I might have to be the opening night, man. I, I know for a fact I'm not gonna make it opening night. I know for a fact I'm not gonna make it overnight, night, but I'm going that weekend. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going that weekend. I don't I'm care definitely what. going that weekend. Yeah. Like it looks it looked like it's going to be an emotional roller coaster, but the one thing I wanted to ask you was when that Black Panther suit came out. I got hype. Kind of looked like a female, man. Good, because you know what that means. Yeah, it's a sister. Shuri, let's go. So, listen, I, I love, but listen, I love when they follow the comics to, it don't got to be to a T. But to some point, bro, as long as they follow the comic, bro, I'd be cool, man. Just like with the new Thor, I want to see the new Thor so bad because Jane Foster is supposed to be Thor. But if they got the actual comics where they had a female Thor, and, and they call yeah. her the, they call her the Mighty Thor. But I'm saying, like, yo, yeah, let's make it happen. Like, start adding some of the shit from the comics into here. Like, it don't got to be canon, but add some of that stuff in here, man. Yeah, that new Thor was good though, man. Mm-hmm. I with it. I got um, it. Yes, sir. So man, we lost another one, man. Yep. Um, we lost Paul Savino. Uh, a lot of people know him as Paulie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? From uh from uh Goodfellas. Uh mm-hmm. you know, I've always preferred we we've done casino on here, but I've always preferred Goodfellas over Casino, even though they're kind of really the same movie in a sense. Yeah. Well, not really the same movie, you just get the same feel. You get the same mm-hmm. feel from Casino and Goodfellas. But uh, he was poorly in that. Um, another film that I know him well from is another movie that we done on here a long time ago, uh, Money Talks. Yeah. You know, when he was uh, when he was Grace's father. And it was one thing I loved about him playing that role when uh, when they found out that he wasn't Vic Damone Jr., he yeah. was like, why am I calling him Vic Damone? And he was like, the wedding is off. No wedding. She's like, honey, all the people showing up. He get they come here, they show up. They said they show up, they drink, they go the fuck home. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I was like, oh my god, 
But uh man, it sucks that we lost him, man. But I mean he was mm-hmm. 83 years old. Um, you know, everybody kept bringing up law and order. They said he was a, a long tender person in law and order. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stuff that I know him from, like what I mentioned there, and he also was in um Godfather of Harlem. I don't know if you ever got into that, mm-hmm. but um that was a show, man. Uncle Watson loved that show. I mean, I, you know, he never got to see the second season, but um right. but he was he wasn't a regular though, like Cause he was like a boss in that as well. So mm-hmm. like he only showed up when like when they had like meetings when they really yeah. had to talk business. So he was only in you know what I'm saying a, a few scenes. He wasn't like a recurring person. Well, he was a recurring person, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. if it's ten episodes, he might be in two. Right, you know but it's only for that specific reason though. Which exactly is, me, which is dope, especially as an actor, because. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be on set that long. You ain't got to worry about a whole bunch of production and all that. You get in, get out, boom. You know what I'm saying? And you're good to go. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what, what stuff you uh, noticed them from, man? Like, like what, what brought um, stood out? Definitely Goodfellas. Definitely Money Talks. Um, I, ha- I I never seen Godfather of Harlem, but those two for sure. Yeah, man. He was He was in another joint, man. It slipped my mind. I was thinking about it earlier today, but but everything I seen him in, um, you know, from what I was hearing, I had listened to a rap report today, mm-hmm. and he he worked with him. I think he said three times, and he also worked with his daughter. Um, I didn't know that this was his daughter, man. His daughter, um, uh, what's it? Oh, I start with an M. Now I can't remember what it was, but she was the blonde chick. And the replacement killers. I had no idea that was his daughter. Um, I was actually watching that shit the other day. Um, the replacement killers was it had to do uh child young fat in it. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. he was on a run. Like uh it was him and her, and like basically he was like this. I mean, it's basically what it is like replacement killer like he yeah. was you know a hitman all that type shit and like she kind of like was like a sidekick type of joint but um but yeah that was his daughter so his daughter is an actress as well i think he got more than one but he was just talking about how he worked with him and he also worked with the daughter as well and oh, he was okay. just saying that he was like he wasn't what we saw on film mm-hmm. the way he made it sound like he was more like the character in Money Talks than he is back being a boss. Oh, Sopranos. God damn it. Yeah, he was in yeah. the Sopranos. What am well, I, I never doing, seen man? Sopranos, so. Man, you got to get on it, man. I, I, like I've been saying, man, I think I'm going to rewatch it, man. I'm I mean, like, I, I, dude, I, I, I try, man, but I can only dude. take so much Italian mob stuff. Man, like I said, man, like 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 you said earlier about Fiending for Podcasts, mm-hmm. man, I be, Man, I'm starting to see <laughs> Sopranos, but I don't know what it is, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I just be got, I gotta see some mob shit, man. I yeah. don't know what it is, like it's crazy. But, 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 like I always say, like I said in that pod, I did a podcast on Sopranos. One of the dopest concepts I ever seen in a show was a mob boss going to therapy, yeah. like, like that shit is just like beyond me, like. And then, like, how he tried to sugarcoat shit in the beginning because she told him, you can't tell me anything incriminating because mm-hmm. I have to tell the authorities. But then their relationship got so tight, he started telling her every fucking thing that he's doing out here in yeah. these streets. 
and it got to the point for her where she couldn't get enough of it. But like, see, the, she, the crazy thing is, like, for me, like, I know the references and stuff from, um, I know the references from, like, Sopranos and all these type of movies and stuff, like, I've never seen, because, like, everybody around, like, The Wire, I know, I know so many references from The Wire, I've never seen The Wire a day in my life. The Wire is just, the, I will say this. i never seen Breaking Bad, and I know references from Breaking Bad. See, now you start the trip. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the wire, the thing about the wire really is it's really the first season. Like the second season about the docs was trash. Mm-hmm. But like the thing about the wire is that I th- I just think it's really the talent that came out of it. To mm-hmm. me, yeah, the, the sure. show, the show wasn't as good as some people make it out to be. It's just the fact that the people's careers that came after that is what really makes the show what it is. Why mm-hmm. everybody keeps talking about it. The Sopranos is just like the way that they wrote it, the way that they set everything up is just, it's so different, man. And it's so fucking like realistic, man. And And like I said, with the whole thing of like, with Tony being the way that he is, and then, like, even got to a point where the therapist was like, yo, like, I I got, like, she had to start going to therapy. And then she's telling her therapist the shit that she don't even supposed to even know. And it's like, and Tony took over her life to the point where she tried to tell Tony, like, yo, I can't be your therapist anymore. And then she, you know, in a way was like, invited him back in because she needed that thrill in her life as well. Like, it got to the point where she couldn't like live her life without thinking about Tony. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it wasn't even really in a sexual sense. It was just more of like, like she had I a need life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I need this. It's like, like this is mm-hmm. my excitement. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, it's, I don't know, man, it, it's wild like that. Cause like at the end of the day, like Tony is an asshole, but it's like, you find yourself rooting for him though. It'd be like, yeah, yeah nah, nah, this is my dude. You'll fuck with Tony. Yeah, just from the people you tell me you fuck with, mm-hmm. you would definitely fuck with Tony. Nah, for sure. I mean, like it's a it's a bunch of characters like people be telling me about with stuff that I ain't seen. I told you, bro, we could probably do like a whole episode on shit I ain't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers would be like, "Hold on, what?" But nah, like it's it's a bunch of stuff like people be telling me about like shows and movies and stuff that I ain't seen that it seemed like I would like it, but it's just one of the things. Like with me, man, I have to be in. Like it has to, it really has to catch my attention. But not only, like, catch my attention, like, I have to be super interested in it before I even, like, check it out. Like, that's why, like, a lot of people, like, when we was, when we did the Leonardo DiCaprio joint, we talked about um, Shutter Island. Like, I think Shutter Island is, like, one of the most brilliant movies ever made. But people yeah. don't fuck with it. I mean, I got a few of those that are like that as well. But I will tell you this, though. So you remember, like, when we first started doing this pod? And you basically told me that I couldn't be a movie guru because I didn't, um, because I didn't watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying this is a long standing argument. Though. Nah, it ain't different. different. You got to take it back no, now because no, no, if no, you no, haven't no. seen none some of those, of shit that none of those are about, Star Wars. None of those you are Star crazy. Wars. Dude, none of those are Star Wars. Breaking Bad took it's over not the Star whole Wars. world, man. It took no, it over didn't. the world, man. No, Walt, it did not, sir. Yes, it did. No, it did man, not, sir. that 
The Sopranos took over the world. The Wire can, took over I the can, world. I can, Dude. I, I can stand on this with my heart and soul. <laughs> and we, we could, we could take this to the, we can take this to the, to the balance. Okay, I mean, if I, I will go to Anubis with this one. When I tell you, sir, that Star Wars, there's, there's nothing on earth like it. I've met people that I never would talk to in real life through Star Wars. I've never <laughs> seen a Breaking Bad convention. Man, you crazy. There are Breaking Bad conventions. I, know, I, I didn't say, I I didn't say it isn't. Are. I didn't say it isn't. I said I've never seen the Breaking Bad convention. Oh. I've seen Star Wars conventions. Breaking Bad, there's no, there's no, there's no day for Breaking Bad. There's a Star Wars day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's an actual holiday for Star Wars. Man, look, that shit is nuts. But no, also, not. you got to think about how long ago it started. It started with in the '70s, right? Yes. So I mean, it got a lot more time on. If Breaking Bad, if Breaking Bad, if Breaking Bad could come back in twenty, thirty years with another show, and it and it gets the same love that you know what I'm saying the first show got. Then I give it. I give it. They credit. did that already. No, it didn't. Got get the better Call Saul. Mm, yeah, people like Better they Call did. Saul, but they don't talk about it like they talk about Breaking Bad. Nah, they don't. But then they did that movie. I didn't like the movie though. El Camino. Yeah, see, that's I what I'm saying. Movie. That's what I'm saying. I I don't hear I don't hear the majority of people downing the first three episodes of the saga. I don't hear people. I hear some people talk crazy about it, but not a lot talk crazy about the last three episodes of the saga. I don't hear nobody ever talking bad about Rogue One. I don't hear nobody ever talking bad about Solo. I don't hear nobody ever talking bad about the Mandalorian. Hell, you watch the Mandalorian. Like, come on, man. This is this is what Star Wars does. No, I watch Rogue One. You watch Rogue. You ain't watch the Mandalorian. Nah. Okay. Well, you mean you watch Rogue One, so that count. Yeah. How yeah, the fuck you watch Rogue One and you ain't watch none of the Star Wars movies? Because, because I told. Well, okay. So if we, if we so you, ain't, don't, you don't even know what the purpose of Rogue One is. No, I told you that. So this is what I said. I don't even want to hear you. I don't even want to hear that All explanation, right. brother. I don't even want right. to hear that explanation, brother. I'm appalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Nah, I'm just playing with you, man. But nah, listen, man. Eventually, I'm gonna sit down and watch those joints. Like I said, I still, I still got to get into Sopranos. I got to get into The Wire. Um, I definitely got to get into Breaking Bad, only because you know what I'm saying this one. Those are to me, those are shows that you know what I'm saying are cultural, especially for America. Like those are those are our shows. You know what I'm saying? Like those are things that, as an American, I feel like you you at least had to watch a season of one of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? At least a season. You know what I mean? And then, like, not only that, man, like, those are shows that stop time, bro. Like, think about how the country came together for Breaking Bad. Think about how it came together. I mean, The Wire, not so much, only because it was out yeah, a little bit earlier. Right. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, The Sopranos, too, though. But, I mean, people fucked up, Like, people would hover around the water cooler for The Wire and Sopranos. When Breaking Bad came out, like, people would be like, yo, Breaking Bad is on. Don't nobody tweet nothing. Don't nobody say nothing. Don't put nothing on Facebook. None of that. Watch it or shut up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those. It's like must-see TV. So, you know what I'm saying? Just to be a part of that, you know what I'm saying, like that culture, yeah, I definitely got to check it out. <clears throat> okay. So, yes or no answer, we got to get into the movie. Let's go. To me, 
It is, but I want to see what your answer is. Is the last show that was like that? Is it The Walking Dead? Like what? Like, like must see TV? nine o'clock. I gotta watch it. Oh, because I don't want nobody to no. tweet about it. The last like, show. It, it's not the last show that was like that because I think Snowfall is like that. But as okay. far as as far as like in that same vein, for sure, yeah. bro. The walk when The Walking Dead came on, I turned my phone off. Yeah, yeah. The Walking Dead was like that for me for like the first yeah. like five or six seasons, and then it came I, on. I gave up. I gave I up gave up. way through six. And then I think that's what I did when Rick was on that helicopter. I was like, man, fuck yeah, this. I was like, I'm cool. But I take that back. Even before then, I probably gave up midway through three, and then caught back up. And then like when in six, when or was it six or eight that Rick got on the helicopter? I don't remember because I, I I stopped fucking with it because see I was late I I was able to binge the first two seasons oh no I, I remember it. I didn't watch it at first I remember when it first came out it came out around like Halloween I remember when it first the first episode dropped because they showed it in the they showed it in the original and then they showed it in black and white on the first day I remember for a fact so I checked them out I was like yeah I'm I'm definitely gonna be on this but um. Yeah, I, I I I will 100% say The Walking Dead was definitely a part of that. Cool, cool. All right, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, we got to do this, man. Let's, Let's do it. I've been I've been talking about I've been on this show for a while. I watched it when it first came out, mm-hmm. right? And I remember telling you about it. I was like, "Yo, man, this midnight mass, man. This shit is crazy." Yeah. So, my this mom, is uh, my mom had ended up watching it. She told me about it too. Yeah, it came out last year. Um, you know, it's it's from the same people that brought us uh the hunting of Hill House mm-hmm. and um Bly Manor. Bly Manor was I, I didn't really it was cool. I mean I watched it, it was just I don't know, it was just one of those things where all it really was like it had a storyline to it, mm-hmm. but all it really was was like people was dying. Like I forgot the 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 origins of it, but like if you died there, you couldn't leave there. That's true. That basically, like all it was, and like, mm-hmm. but then the people didn't know they were dead at first, and they didn't know that they that they couldn't leave. So they That's was like true. repeating like the same shit, yeah. and then once <laughs> and then once they realized like, oh shit, like I can't leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then it kind of you know, but uh, it's from those same people. Mm-hmm. And what really made this one dope, um, so basically, like the synopsis of it is, um, so Riley, he was like everybody's from a small town. It's probably like I don't know, hundred people. And they all live on this island, and so Riley was one of the people he didn't want to stay there. So you know he ended up leaving. He got into a whole bunch of startups and tech and all this type of shit, and was out drinking. Got into a car accident, ended up killing a girl, and he ended up going to jail for involuntary manslaughter. He gets out, and he's on parole, and he goes back to the island. So with him going back to the island, being at a place he didn't want to be, there is a uh, – he's not, he's not a bishop. Uh, he's a priest. He's a priest. So there's a priest. Um, that's Father Paul. But the thing is, he tells people that he's – Filling in for Father Paul, 
because Father Paul was like in his 80s or some shit, and he was, you know, on his last leg, and he went on a um, he went on a homage trip. That's what it's called. So he went on one of those and end up having an encounter with shit. I mean, I guess we can call it a goddamn vampire. vampire. That's you know what, what it saying? was. But they called it an angel. Well, and <laughs> I ain't gonna say that, but you know what I think they yeah, yeah. And so um <laughs> he comes back as a younger version of himself and he says mm-hmm. that he's somebody else, and then basically he's he got a goddamn every, vampire. Yes, he basically got everybody in this small uh island to drink the Kool-Aid and literally. Yeah, literally drank the Kool-Aid and it ended up uh ending very badly for everybody but two people. Mm-hmm. So um what was your thoughts on this, man? Like, um, so was this your first time watching it, or you rewatched it? Okay, so this is this is my first time watching it all the way through. I watched episodes one through three already, um, and it was one of them things where I just threw it on late night, and I couldn't, um, I couldn't really pay attention to it because, like, a lot of times, you know, when you throw something on late night, you really just throwing it on to go to sleep. However, this time actually watching it. Man, this is probably some of the best story. Excuse me, some of the best story writing um, in the show that I've seen in a long time. Um, they did a great job as far as character development with bringing um, Riley back home, and then you know what I'm saying introducing us to all the to all the characters, all the important characters at least. So. You know what I'm saying? Along with the story writing and the character development, it was uh, the build-up. The build-up wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things where, you know, usually it's a slow burn when you're watching the show and you're like, oh, my God, would they just get to the point? What the fuck is the point of all this? Well, <clears throat> with them introducing the younger version of Father Paul in and then, you know, him telling the story that he told, it was interesting because you already added in the mystery to the show. So, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole time you like, okay, what, what really happened to, you know what I'm saying? My senior, like we, we trying to figure out what happened to my senior Pruitt. Like, but you know what I'm saying? He like, well, he going to be okay. So we thinking that my senior Pruitt is really over there. And then, you know what I'm saying? All this weird stuff get to happening. We see some little creepy stuff here and there. And then, you know what I'm saying? The night of the storm, you like, what the hell is and then you know what I'm saying? They they got dude in the trench coat running up the beach. You like, oh he Riley ain't gonna catch him, he's taking off. And then you realize it's a goddamn vampire. <laughs> you like what? So you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a whole bunch of different stuff. But like I said, the, the build up to it to me, this is probably one of the best build-ups in TV that we've seen. It's not slow, you know what I'm saying? It's not too fast. It don't just throw something at you. You like, okay, how the hell did that happen? It's like everything fell in place. For them to only put this in seven to eight episodes and to make everything fall in place the way it did and still be able to have that build up and still be able to have those plot toys, they did a great job with this show. That they did. Like, uh, not Blind Manor, but the other one, um, The Hunt in the Hill House is kind of mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So you could tell they kind of write in that same writing style well, and like like you said, the people that did it, uh, I'm in control, but the people that did it, you know what I'm saying, same people. However, the director, I believe, is the same as Hill House 2, Mike Flanagan. 
which is um Kate Siegel, the girl, the lady who plays Aaron, yeah. that's her husband. So yeah, and she's in Haunting the Hill House. Hill House and Blind Manor, yep. Yep. So but the one thing that like you were saying, like the whole build up thing, and like you can see like gradually, like throughout the show, if you're paying attention, you like, okay, like I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Because well, not necessarily I see what's going on, but you could you could tell something is strange, like right. like when a woman like when um when uh, Riley's mom, which is Annie, Annie's like looking at a book and like she take her glasses off, she look, take glasses mm-hmm. off, look, you like, okay, something, you know what I'm saying? Something, something going on. His mm-hmm. dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, but my yeah, back. He started, you know he started like, to my get back younger good. and anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like you can see it gradually, but like, so I want to take just a little different angle here. And, mm-hmm. and I knew to like doing this, like, you know what I'm saying? Look, some of the shit might offend, some of the shit might not, but it is what it is. So Riley's character, you know what I'm saying, grew up being an altar boy. Obviously, the whole pretty much the whole uh island are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, Christian Seen Catholic, yeah. Yeah, you know, Catholic, Christian, like they all very, very religious. Mm-hmm. So he grew up being an altar boy. You know, he leaves the island, he's able to, you know, experience new things, all this type of shit. So, but I don't think he really like quote unquote lost his faith until the accident. Definitely and I think the way that Riley looked at it was like, I fucked up. I made a mistake. I'm the one who got drunk and got behind the wheel. And I took someone's life that was an innocent bystander. So mm-hmm. I think that the way Riley looked at it was like, if anybody was going to die here, it should have been me. Right. So he's kind of like, if the Lord or Jesus, God, if this person's supposed to be who we say he is, why am I still here and this innocent girl isn't here? Mm-hmm. So you can see that, you know, within going to prison, when he was talking to, when he was talking to old girl, um, when he was talking to Aaron, like mm-hmm. he was saying, like, you know, I read a lot of, you know, different religions when I was, you know, locked up for four years. Or five, I forget what it is. I think it's four. But he was like, when I was locked up, I was searching for answers. And he yeah. was like, I can't find any of the answers that I'm looking for. So, in result of that, like, he really kind of lost his faith. Mm-hmm. And with Father Paul, you know, having these conversations with him, trying to convince him of what I love, what conversations that they had. Like mm-hmm. when they had they one on one, like those are the conversations that make people uncomfortable. But I love the way that they laid it out in the show because you see one person's point of view, and then you see the person that is the actual priest trying to convince him, but he's having great, you know, what I'm saying comebacks with, with, with the things that he's saying. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I really loved about this show with them actually taking this approach. Which I didn't hear any backlash about it, but I love them taking that approach because these questions need to be asked. And yeah. the Riley character was doing that because he personally went through those things himself. And that was one of the things that I really liked about the show. Uh I agree. I think that it was um it was super bold to have somebody who was of a, of the faith well not of the faith like that but you know what i'm saying who had faith at one point and then because of a traumatic incident in their life ended up losing it 
and then in a sense being forced or not really forced, but being put in a situation to kind of find it again. I also thought it was dope that they had the sheriff in there who was Muslim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with his son and with his son trying to find his own way too. I thought that was um very interesting as well. So they they whole take on religion to me was uh it was refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Like you you didn't you had the, the super extreme version of it, which was Beverly King, and then you had the um you know what I'm saying? Like you had the version of you know, I kind of grew up in it, which to me was Father Paul. Then you had different versions of it, which was the sheriff. And then, um, you know, you also had the, you know, saying was there and then, you know, saying faith is lost and Riley. So you had a bunch of different POVs in this show, which was um, which made it very, very interesting to, to see all those clash. To me, the most interesting thing in this um, was watching Beverly King. <clears throat> I, the character I dislike the most because, excuse me, I know so many people like that. Like so many people like that, like preach and preach and preach, but it's like you a hypocrite in every way. Like you judge people, but you be the first to talk about, you can't, you, you ain't supposed to judge nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like all the, all the, just the, you seen her true self come out when she was able to become uh the vampire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To me, that was the last person you're supposed to let be a vampire. But, you know what I'm saying? We'll get to that point later. But to me, she was the most interesting character only because, like, you know, her whole life revolved around, you know what I'm saying, the Bible. And you would think that somebody who's so deeply into that faith and or into their faith and then into the Bible will realize like the stuff that's going on, like you're not supposed to be doing. But like everything that she did contradicted everything that she believed in. And like I don't know if a lot of people pay attention too much to her character outside of being irritated with her, but like watching her, she was a very, very complex character because it was like she she was so into trying to be down with the father that she forgetting like yo you ain't supposed to idolize people so it was like whatever the father would do like she would follow you know what i mean yeah and then uh, like um i'll go ahead no finish your point finish your point okay and then like uh when when he ended up killing uh joe like she just called the niggas in, like, yeah, let's let's wrap this up. I'm like, yo, like this nigga just killed somebody. <laughs> what are we talking about? But she was, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was so adamant in protecting Father Paul, like she didn't care about nothing else. So it, it was very interesting to see her actions, you know what I'm saying, um, against her beliefs, especially, you know what I'm saying, with who she tried to portray herself to be. I hated that bitch. Me too. I hated her more than old girl from Snowfall, that reporter. Um, nah, 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 nah. I hated her more than that because Aileen, see, Aileen Abel was she deserved Irene Abel, whatever that bitch name. Is. Yeah, Irene. Abel, she Abel. deserved to die a slow and painful death, like she did. No, who deserved to die was Beverly the way she did when she was digging that hole. Oh, one hundred percent. Trying to not go more than under the ground. I don't know. Yeah, I not more. First off, she waited too. She waited way too late to do that. By the way, yeah, yeah, she uh, like she yeah, got, she just 
But you gotta also remember. Out, I didn't want to get into this yet, but like, dude, this let me tell you, this bitch is so dumb. She burns down everything in the fucking island, and then yeah. then this one building left, and then they set that building on fire, and then all the shit is on fire because of you. So Come all on, of y'all died because of the dumbass decision you made. So Come on, fam. But the thing is, like, I'm with you. Like, I know people like that. I got a person, you know what I'm saying, in my family right now mm-hmm. who is in the book so heavy, my guy, where she treats people like shit and, and she thinks that she's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, she didn't go to Uncle Washington's and my aunt on Rosie's wedding because the Bible says you should, you know, you're supposed to get divorced and get remarried. So she didn't come. When Uncle Washington died, she didn't come to the funeral. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I try my best to avoid this person in my family because they also, like, their daughter got pregnant in high school. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Shunned her. So then the kids come, well, the kid come, and then she couldn't resist. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you know she start being you know being around <clears throat> grandkids or whatever whatnot. But like she's she's one of those people where it's it's just like, and it reminds me of Beverly. And it's like mm-hmm. yo, like it's 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 really aggravating. And then they have Bible pusher, like they try to push everything into you, and it's just like yo, like that like that's not my vibe. So I know exactly what you're saying, but the but the but the Muslim cop though, mm-hmm. that was a very unique thing to add to this because. Especially like when he got into his backstory about what happened with nine eleven. Yeah, that was crazy. Yo, that was amazing the no. way they put that in there. Oh man, talk about it, bro. For for them to take for them to take like at least two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes, to give us a full backstory on a character just like that. Yo, that's like I said, story writing was amazing. Because we didn't even have to get no flashbacks. We didn't have to get no whole episode. He told, he he put out a monologue and gave us his whole backstory just like that. And we felt, you could feel everything that he had to go through, through not just the monologue, but his acting in it too. Perfect. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then to tie all of that in to, I thought that I would get away from that coming here, but I, but I got to deal with Beverly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and see, and that's how we tie all this in. Like Beverly is like the common denominator. Like everything was cool with him in the town, except fucking Beverly. Beverly reminded him, but yeah. everybody that he left. Yeah. But then at the same time, to uh to piggyback off that point that you made about his son wanted to, you know what I'm saying, experience, you know, quote unquote another god or whatever to see. Mm-hmm. And I get the son's point from the from the point of being in a place where all your friends go to this church and you're the only one that doesn't. So mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to experience. And I think that, and that's another thing, like you have to let a child have experiences. Like you have to let them kind of make decisions for themselves. As and I thought, it, as well. I thought it was dope that he did that too. Yeah. Because it's like at the <laughs> end of the day, what was another thing that might've, you know what I'm saying? If you weren't paying attention, I mean, I know you probably caught it, but you know, some people, probably not, you know, looking at their phone or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the kid said, you wasn't a Muslim. Mom was a Muslim, and you took on her religion. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I, I don't necessarily know what he was before, right? but he chose to do a different religion because his wife mm-hmm. was doing that. So the kid is like, 
if you made a change, you have to let me make a change. He was like, yo, I didn't have any choice of moving here. Mm-hmm. You wanted to move here. You didn't ask me if I wanted to come or not. Even right. though at the end of the day, I'm your daddy. You know what I'm saying? You go I mean, where yeah, I go. You really ain't had no choice, my boy. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I can ask you how you feel about it. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Well, you got to deal with it. You stayed in the foster home if that's what you wanted. But, you, <laughs> you know, know but, uh, but yeah, I thought that dynamic that they added to the show, man, that was that was really, really dope, man. And then, like you said, man, for him to do that whole backstory of like the whole 9-11 thing, how they was moving people up. But mm-hmm. it was just really to use them to get intel off of them mm-hmm. because they thought that they could. And like he said, man, if you spoke more than one language, man, you shot up. Like that was that was really dope, man. And then for him to be telling that story to, you know what I'm saying, the doctor on the island, which is mm-hmm. Sarah, and then Sarah going through the shit that she's going through. You know what I'm saying? Well, her mom being sick and gradually, 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 mom Deuce is getting. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, don't forget, Sarah was also a lesbian. Yeah. And then she brought shit. Then they brought her girlfriend one time. That, and I, one time. That's why that's why I say, man, they do a great job with telling you who the characters are without having to go through all the nonsense. The fact that you know what I'm saying? We knew Riley's story. We knew Aaron's story. Aaron ended up having a kid. You know what I'm saying? She didn't want to be like her mom. You know what I mean? Her mom was abusive and, and was um, an alcoholic. She ended mm-hmm. up having a kid and moving back, becoming a teacher, kind of living her mom's life without, yep. of course, drinking because she couldn't drink. But, you know what I'm saying? Without, you know, so she still came back and ended up kind of living her mom's life, being a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Living in the same house, sleeping in the same bed. You know what I'm saying? Like they gave you, they did everything that they was supposed to do with telling you about these characters, especially like with Beverly King. She was a lonely older lady. You know what I'm saying? She ain't have nothing really going for her. She probably had a lot of cats. You know what I'm saying? She she was working with the for the priest the whole time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had their role and, and you knew kind of what everybody was doing without them having to give you some. You know what I'm saying? Half a show to tell you about the character. And I thought that was dope. <laughs> and you can tell nobody been in that cat. Yep. So um <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I'm pretty sure she was definitely a virgin. Oh man, most definitely. Why she was acting like that. So yeah. what was um all right, so we have to start getting into a little bit of the stuff. So we was talking about like how the moms um which was Mildred. She was gradually getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie was able to, you know what I'm saying, read without her glasses. You know yep. Pops was able to, you know, his back was getting good. Mm-hmm. And then they give us the biggest one. Oh, my God. I'm saying the biggest miracle that they uh, proclaimed it to be was when um, when Liz Lose, was it, bro. Lose, Liz, man, listen. Got up my man, man, and, and then... This is the wild part, yo. His answer was so fucking relatable. Mm-hmm. When when um so when they was doing the AA meetings, um uh uh, uh damn Father Paul mm-hmm. and um why am I blanking on everybody's Riley. name today? Riley. And he was like, Yo, you ain't gonna talk about it? He was like, What you mean? He's like, Come on, man, you got that girl to get out of the witch. He's like, What would have happened if she wouldn't have got up? He was like, you would look like an asshole. They were like, 
basically it would have been that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he didn't have no answer for if she wouldn't have got out of the wheelchair. Well, no, this was the this was the dope thing about it, and and he said this um, when the when the actual vampire had turned Riley. He was telling Riley after Riley had got turned into the vampire. He was basically saying to him, "I can't give you an answer that you're looking for." And this mm-hmm. was dope because he was actually referencing what Riley was talking about at, at the beginning of the meetings. And he was like, I can never give you the answer that you're looking for, because even if I give you the answer, it's not like you're just going to accept it. So basically him saying that was basically his answer for like, yeah, like, I mean, I knew she was going to get up. I could have told all y'all I knew she was going to get up. Like, I, I got the answer. I mean, look at me. I'm living proof. You know what I'm saying? I used to be yeah. 80 years old. And look at me now. Like, so I knew for a fact she was going to get up. That wasn't the issue. The issue was getting y'all to believe <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that I already knew she was going to get the hell up. Yeah, and then also they give us the background on her because mm-hmm. Joe, at, you know, shot her by accident and paralyzed her. I also like that. that was that it was accident? Well... Was Joe now? This is what I can't remember. Did Joe become a heavy alcoholic after he shot her, or was he already an alcoholic? Joe became an alcoholic, I think, after his son died after, or something like that, or somebody had died. He became well, alcoholic. his sister, his sister, his had sister died. had died. Yeah, his sister had died, and he became an alcoholic. Now, this is the thing, though. I don't believe Joe one bit. He said he was drunk. He was trying to hunt or whatever. Ain't no goddamn way you out there trying to hunt. It ain't nothing to hunt, Joe. You was hunting <laughs> niggas. That's just hunting. She's the only little black person on that on that island. And she is a victim. Well, I ain't gonna say victim, but she is a a, a product of interracial marriage. And old racist Joe. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, y'all wanna have a baby? Pow! You can't have one now, can you? You feel what I'm saying? Man. So I don't know, Joe Suspect, man. Man, this guy right here. Did he not fit the, see he fit the bill. He fit the bill, man. Had the beard, lived in the trailer, <laughs> owned a rifle, drunk hella beer. <laughs> hella beer. And he had a and he had a bloodhound. Oh man. Straight so, to me. And he wore trucker caps. <laughs> and flannel. Racist. Oh man. So, so they give us the background of how she got, uh, how she got shot. But that was a powerful mm-hmm. scene, of her going yeah. over there and, um, you know, speaking with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also showing the struggles of like him going to the store, like looking at the beer and shit. Yeah. And um, and I think that he was trying to to make that change, man. Like he came what? to the AA meeting. I think that when she f- went there and forgave him, I think that kind of helped him, you know what I'm saying, start that process. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, she was honest about it. She was mm-hmm. like, yo, like, I hate you. Like, this don't change nothing. Yeah. But I feel I have to forgive you, basically, to move on, basically. Like, that, mm-hmm. like, that was one of those situations where you can't keep harboring old feelings towards a person right. if, you know what I'm saying, if you're trying to move on in life. So she felt that that was the time to do that. But but even the way that Joe went out, you're like, damn. And like you said, for Beverly to come in there and just 
yo, let me get these two motherfuckers. Y'all are going. And then just them just really just going along. I mean, the one dude gave a little pushback, but yeah, but like the way that they kept using religion for everything, like they, they used it for no, every single thing. In this. I mean, she used it, but I mean, Father Paul did too. Well, he don't count. He's a vampire. But at the same time, I okay, all right, fuck it. We got to get into it. Mm-hmm. So, Father Paul isn't so fatherish. Well, no, maybe no. Excuse he me, is. he is very fatherish. Yeah, so, the whole time we don't find out till the last episode, the last like fifteen minutes of the show, is when you finally find out that the whole time that now I wonder why he he spent so much time like. Making sure Mildred got her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that that's right. Communion. I never told my story. Okay. Okay. So I watched this shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, finish it up, and I'm like, "Yo, this shit is crazy." And you know, old lady, she's a huge church goer. Like that's one of our little things. Like she know, like I no get me wrong, like I grew up in church. Grams, she always made me go to church, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Grams was, even though like Grams pushed <clears> me <throat> to go to church, she was still cool about it because like she would make me go to Sunday school like every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like she was yeah. like, you know, you gotta go at least about once a month. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Grams was really cool, man. Love, love my grandma, man. Love which you know I'm saying miss her all the time. But so I'm not that huge of one now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she's big in it. I go every now and then, but you know what I'm saying? But it's, you know, it's not my preferred thing, I would hey, say. You, you're a better man than me. So, okay, right? So, I'm sitting here. I finished I finish Midnight Mass. Yeah. Okay. I already know this story going. I'm dying already. Go ahead, please. We go to church. We go to church. <laughs> and they handed out these little cups. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yo, it's communion. I was like, yo, is you it? have no idea. Is it? Are you, you sure? Have, I like, you have no idea what I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> yo, when I tell you, when I tell you, I had that goddamn cup, that little tiny cup in my hand. Mm-hmm. And when it was time to do it, I'm sitting here. I'm smelling it. <laughs> yeah. yeah what I tell you, but I tell you, my guy, it was yo, that that shot, boy. That man, I but hey, boy. Well, I had to take one for the team, but I almost didn't do it. Ain't lying. Cause like I'm talking about literally, this is the first time I've ever been to any church during mm-hmm. a, a communion. Oh, for real? Yes. And this is the first time. And this after I watched Midnight Mass? Oh, no. When I was younger, I I did communion a bunch of times. But then I just realized, like, they're just giving us Welch's grape juice and crack. Yep. (laughs) That's all it was. (laughs) (laughs) But I was smelling that shit. I was like, but I wanted to make sure. But I told her, I was like, man, you sure this is what this is? So 
I got a good story, right? So when I was younger and I used to do communion, you know how they tell you that's supposed to be like the blood and the flesh of Jesus? Mm-hmm. So then, like, I had two thoughts in my head as a kid. So, <laughs> so I used to think, man, Jesus' blood was made of this crazy. Uh, so I used to in my head, bro. I used to be like, man, what's this grape juice? This is amazing. And then the second was, the second was, if we drinking his blood and eating his flesh, don't that make us cannibals? Oh, I never told God. nobody that though. But that that's just that was just the thoughts that I used to have in my head. I'm like, man, I don't know, I don't really know about this one. This one that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> you got me crying. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. They say this is blood, bro. You drink that shit. I'm like, they sell this nigga blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is crazy. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's what happened to me, man. So, I, dude, I was I was on edge, but yeah. like, because it was like right after watching this shit. So, anyway, so if nobody, if nobody never seen, if somebody listened to this and never seen this, right? Mm-hmm. So, what that what he was doing during communion was when it came to what they quote unquote called the angel, but it was basically the vampire. He was giving his blood and he was adding his blood to the communion. So when everybody, when every yeah, it wasn't grape juice. It was that there. It was some of his blood. So they every Sunday, these people are gradually getting better because they gradually mm-hmm. slowly becoming. You know what I'm saying a vampire. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was in this bitch, like struggling to drink this shit. Cause I'm like, yo, boy, they they might be trying to get us. And then I got to thinking about fucking, you know what I'm saying? Jim Jones drinking the Kool Aid. Hey, and hey, I'm like, man. what? Listen, once I heard, once I found out what that was about, bro. Yeah, I was cool on all that. And that's what I'm saying, dude. I dude, I was I was really like, you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised I didn't go to the bathroom and you know what I'm saying stick my finger down my throat because I was struggling. I was I was like, yo, I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to do this, man. I know too much. I mean, shit. once you took it, you was already in there, bro. Yeah, I was already in there, but like, I, I, but like that's the thing about religion, though, man. Like they use that shit for anything to convince you to do anything, and it's like that's one of my biggest things about it. But to to get back to the point that I was no, trying to make, you, you make a great point there. Real quick though, you make a great point there because I've never looked at it like that. I always looked at it as that was niggas' excuse as to why shit like they couldn't explain shit. So like if yeah. something happened, like and they had no logical explanation for it, they'd be like, uh, uh, that's God. And you'd be like, Oh, okay, and then just go along with it. Be like, no, nigga, it's a real life explanation that you can if you look into it, I'm sure it's a reason for this. You can't just throw everything out like that. Yeah. And 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 that was that's one of my biggest things when it comes to it. Like I know when I was talking to my old lady one day, she was like, "Like why? Like why you gotta be like that? Why you can't? You know that?" that? I was like, "Because I question everything. Like some of the <laughs> shit don't make no sense. Like it just don't make sense. Like that's it all there is to it. It like, tell you in the Bible, be knowledgeable in all things. Exactly. Like Uncle Washington used to say, the Bible is a book. It's a really good book, but it ain't the only book. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like." You know what I'm saying? Go out and do your research. There's other shit that you got to look at. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, just mm-hmm. like George Carlin said, you telling me 
that there's a guy that's in the sky <laughs> <laughs> watching everything that we do yeah. and you know what I'm saying like judging us you know off of that so it's just like yo like you really got to think about some of this shit but he didn't live the quote-unquote gospel the way he was supposed to and he was so focused on Mildred because Mildred was his yeah and Sarah was his daughter and they never yeah. revealed that to her until minutes before she died word seconds for real because yeah seconds there, before she died that she found out like yo like I'm your father like and I'm sorry that I couldn't that we couldn't tell you this. Like, we kept this secret from you this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that's great about that, like, one of the biggest things that I loved about her character was the fact that she was gay and that she turned out to be Father Paul's daughter. Yeah. So the way that, you know what I'm saying, they view, you know what I'm saying, the, you know, gay people and lesbians and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. they're not so, you know what I'm saying, they frowned she- upon in that community. The the thing that was interesting about that too, because remember when they had the, the the day or whatever, when they was doing the, the potluck thing, and yeah. her her girlfriend was there, whoever she was supposed to be, I think it was her wife or girlfriend, whatever, but she was there with her, and she was like, well, you know what I'm saying, yo, I forgot what she called him, but yo, something people don't seem to agree or like the some something, and Father Paul was watching her. Yeah. At first, seeing it from that scene, you would think, like, Father Paul, like, oh, come on, man. You know you can't be. But then now, knowing what we know, going back and looking at it, he was really just looking at it like, man, that's my daughter. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, and that, it hit me later once, you know what I'm saying? Like, after I actually was thinking back about it, I was like, damn, like, so that's the reason he was looking at it. Yeah. And I, and I think that he was just. And what I loved about his character was he was at least progressive enough to, yo, know, like that's my daughter, and I love her regardless. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like he was a vampire. Th- th- he true, was as progressive but, as it gets. At, but at the same time, I felt that it could have been one of those situations where, you know what I'm saying? You look, we've heard the stories like Uncle Washington used to say it all the time. He's like, most of the people mm-hmm. who were homeless when he was coming up were people that was thrown out of their parents' house because mm-hmm. they were gay. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, they didn't have anywhere to go. So, like, a lot of them lived out on the streets. So, that could have been a situation where he could have had really frowned upon her because of his belief system and all of that type shit. But, all right, let's not. Nah, you got to pause that. No. Nah. Okay. Because this is another thing, too. I think he was using that as an excuse. Nigga, ain't no way you gonna tell me you believe in God and you just got bit by a vampire. <laughs> well, he he definitely used that for an excuse because he like like he I said about when I looked he, up, it looked like an angel. Uh, no, nigga, he just ate you. You was fading <laughs> out, and what you seen was the light beaming off the back of the nigga head. That's not an angel, sir. Angels don't bite you. What in the Bible do it say that the angel came down and it bit him and gave him forever life, eternal life? No, that's not how it works. That's definitely not how they work. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that's the shit that was baffling me. I'm like, what made him think that was an angel? And the way they portray angels, like they definitely don't look like that. And that's not what their wings look like. That look like the devil's wings. That's what <laughs> the I'm way saying, they portray man. that. Clearly was a demon, my nigga. <laughs> exactly. 
That was not the person that um that the guy was talking about. When does an angel um, ever come on earth in in the Bible and bit a nigga? He might <laughs> he might have hit him with a sword or a mace or something like that, but he ain't never bit him. Man, you then that's that's another thing that pissed me off about Beverly King too. When he had when he had told her the story of it and explained to her what happened, she wasn't at all confused. Like, well, that's not how it works in the Bible. The whole time she quoting the Bible, you ain't never quote nothing out of that. Man, Be- man, Beverly was a straight up follower, my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like how how Sarah just. She refused. Like she spit that shit out. Like he tried to, he tried to save her, and she was like, "Hell no!" She was gonna die anyway. Yeah, she was gonna burn. Definitely kind of save herself a horrible death. Yeah, man. But I, I hate the way uh, Aaron went out though, man. Like, not really. really. I mean, I'm just meaning like when, 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 uh, when the cop was sitting there trying to set the building on fire, and he snitched. He was like. Well, yeah, when he said, I'm not the only he one here. He definitely That's what he did. He snitched on Because now that I think about it, she could have got away with everything that she <laughs> And she could have lit that shit on fire in time. He talking about, is it empty? Now everybody over there looking. It just so happened that she walking out when everybody looking. And Beverly yeah. got the gun. Like, come on, man. And then, 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 then the angel came to, you know what I'm saying, set the door up. That's but, true. you know what I'm saying, she took it like a G, though. You know what I mean? She got oh, yeah. She got the cutting the inside of his wings, and then Which like didn't do shit. What? No, because I don't think he made it to the homeland. But because it was that, thirty miles. But that's what I'm saying. We don't know. We if don't he made know. It or not. He was still flying. He was still flying. But you know what I'm saying? I think they really go off of the beliefs. It's like if they want to come back, definitely. Like it's because he made it. You know, to at least shelter to hide from the sun or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like for her to just grab that head and pull that head back down, that motherfucker was relentless. He got shot mm-hmm. like three, four times. He was like, man, yeah, chill out. Was hungry. Yeah, he was. He, he was shoot that motherfucker. Where he going, man. He was like, man, chill, man. Like, have you not? Have you not seen what I can do, move, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he was unfazed. Like, Bruh, hey, the nigga could. He was bringing niggas back to life, nigga. Yeah, that's the last is my word. Oh, the, to me, okay. Oh no, 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 no. Wait, 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 she wait, set wait. him on fire. Wait a minute. We got to go back to did he make it? Because mm-hmm. remember when when um when the two was oh, sitting on the boat right. at the she end, lost, she said she lost yep. feeling in her legs. Okay, yeah, she couldn't feel her legs no more. Yeah, and I think that whatever's going on, it really goes off of if that person is alive or not. Yeah, see, I don't like that rule. I don't. I don't like that rule at all. Because you mean to tell me. That all that shit count as long as it's alive, dude. That's just, dude. That's just like the faculty. You kill the mother. Everybody that was alien wasn't aliens no more. Uh, I mean that's trash. That's different. That's aliens. We talking about vampires. <laughs> like, like my thing is right, dude. Hold on. They did it in Blade. Remember when Dracula died? That means that everybody that was uh, vampires. They, yeah, they because died, but not die, but they weren't vampires no more. Didn't he turn into something or something that made them breathe it in and they choked out or something like that? Oh, wait a minute. So Dracula was 
Blade. I gotta I gotta rewatch that one. I yeah, got, I gotta no, go back was, and rewatch. That was um. Yeah, that was two, because one, because three was um. Three was the ones with the with the with the with a mouth. Did the I thought that was thing. two? I thought three was the one with um, the Night Walkers. I mean, not the the Night Stalkers or whatever with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's but three. The, but that's the, the, the two. But, but yeah, but the dude that played two was uh, the one with the the what's the, the dude that was thing? in Prison Break. The, the he was he was Dracula. The dude that was in Prison yeah, Break. That was three. That was two. You sure? Hold on, man. I'm looking, but but go ahead. But my my thing no, is because remember in two in two Whistler died. Cause uh uh what's the name from uh Walking Dead was in two. He was Whistler's mentee or apprentice, and he turned on him. Okay, hold on a minute. It might it might have been three. Let me see. I think Dracula was three. Yeah, right? it was. Dracula was three. Dracula yeah, was. I remember that because I know the second one is when they went to go fight them things. But uh, remember, everybody was turning on. Uh, they, they kept trying to turn on Blade. And remember when he was about to uh, blow dude's head up, he pushed the button and it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Because yeah, Ryan two was the one when, the they, when they mouth opened up. Crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Dracula was three, but but the whole thing of Dracula was if you once he Dracula, died, everybody else died. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's a stupid rule because technically it's in your blood. So like once it's in your blood, you should be able to stay a vampire. Now the interesting thing is, right, because she didn't get bit and she didn't necessarily fully turn into a vampire. Do you think that it just wore off instead of just when he died? Well, no. I, well, my my theory is. I mean, the fact I know that, it's that though, but yeah, but like, because I think it's more of like you had to die to get the full thing. Yeah, remember, because Beverly had it uh, in her, but she didn't turn until she got shot and she and she died. Nah. That's, no, See, that's the thing that, that's the thing that I'm confused about because I don't think that was it either. I think that he turned Beverly. I think that Beverly wasn't turned until she died because everybody in that church, like when, when they gave a fat dude with the beard, the, uh, the rat poison, mm-hmm. and then he dies and then he comes back and then his eyes did the, uh, you know, the little cat joint thing or whatever you want. Oh, that's what they was drinking, rat poison? Yeah, they were drinking rat poison to kill them and then they were reborn. Okay. Yeah, it was all about you know. I thought they was, I thought they was drinking fucking uh the blood this whole time. Well, they was drinking blood and no, I mean like in the in the cup. I thought that's what was turning them. Oh no, was actual like pure blood. No, because red poison. Yeah, because uh, oh, okay. when when Bev when Bev had went when they showed the back room, they showed all those cans of that rat poison mm-hmm. back there. So she put oh. all that shit in there. That's why everybody was throwing up. They was throwing okay. up because. They was, you know, their body started to reject it, but it still killed mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. Now, make a lot of sense. Yeah. So well, my whole thing was they. She was talking about, oh, you didn't want to, you didn't want to sit in there. Well, what difference would it have made if she was gonna come back? Well, I think. Well, my theory is, I think she was afraid to become one. I call cat. 
the reason I say that is because why did you step out and hide? You knew what was going to happen. They was going to start feeding on you. And I don't, she I left think the she room. I think she just didn't know if it was going to work or not. Because I think she was capping when she was like, if I if you shoot me, it's just going to be five minutes. And then when she shot her, she didn't know where they're not. Because remember when she woke up, she was like, oh, shit, it worked. Yes, because she she didn't know. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because she wasn't sure if, if it was going to work or not. So I think mm-hmm. that she was afraid to do it. That's why she stepped away. Yeah. And I think that, but she also didn't think Aaron was going to shoot it. 100%. <laughs> she definitely thought Aaron wasn't going to shoot her. That was her she, stupidity. Everybody yeah. on the island wanted to shoot her. Exactly. And also, it showed more stupidity when she burnt down every fucking house um, on the damn island. Then what, made, what pissed me off even more is she quoted the Bible talking about we burned, it, it, they burned down a third of the land and a third of the lake and a third of the trees, but you burned down the whole island, stupid. What are you talking about? Made absolutely you can't no scripture sense. And it don't follow it. Exactly. You said Man. a third. That wasn't a third. On, <laughs> like, Bev, like Bev made like no sense. <clears throat> and no. um, and she then got your power drop. yeah, and then and then this is another thing that was dope when um when Aaron was like when she was asking for Aaron to come out and Annie was like, no, y'all go ahead and go get the kids safe. Mm. So then she go out. And she was like, why are you bringing that knife right here? It's only going to buy you a few seconds. And she was like, this knife ain't for you. And she cut herself. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so they sitting there feeding on her. And it was like, why do you think she did that? It's the same reason because of what you said. Before she cut herself, she was mm-hmm. like, yo, she's just talking because she's stalling. Mm-hmm. But then y'all get so fucking caught up in this thing, all this blood. Your blood that you lust, forget. That blood loves, baby. Ain't nothing man. you can do when that bloodlust hit you, man. Hey, they completely forgot that she was doing that to start. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. yeah. Remember, because so remember when, when he was telling Riley, he was like, yeah, he was like, you blacked out. He was like, remember, he said, it's like, you, you, uh, he said it was like you couldn't even control yourself. It was like you wasn't even controlling your body. And he was like, yeah. So basically that bloodlust hit him, ain't nothing they could do. Oh yeah, it's dope. I like the way that they did that stuff because, like, when she was leaning over Rylan, you could see like her face, mm-hmm. her neck light up. I mm-hmm. like the way they did the whole lights thing, where, where it kind of looked like uh like yeah. a filter around it. I yeah. thought that that was dope, man. The way that they made their visions and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I never really seen that in a vampire movie before. What I don't, what I, what I don't understand either, even though I thought it was dope, is that they have vampires talking about God. And yeah, usually the vampires ain't even supposed to walk on holy ground. True. And that's like you said, they put a, they put a different spin to it. They put a very different spin on it. Because that's the thing that was baffling me. I'm like, oh, this nigga's a vampire, but he's going, how is he in the church? And I and the whole team, the whole time, I'm like, he ain't supposed to be in no church. He a vampire. Yeah, yeah when he was standing at the door. <laughs> Cross didn't burn him, did none of this stuff. Work. I'm like, oh, they, they done lied to us this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> They don't lie this whole time. Oh man, I like it though, man. I, I yeah, really, I really fuck great. with it. Um, I, I just like how they challenge some of the shit, man. Because mm-hmm. I think that this shit really could have went left. You know what I'm saying? Like we spoke about this before. Oh yeah, it could have been trash. Yeah, but that, but also the Da Vinci Code, man. Like a lot of Christians didn't fuck with this shit. Like oh, they man. was like, like a lot of people. This was like before. 
you know what I'm saying, canceling really became a thing. Like a lot of people was trying to cancel Ron Howard. This is the shit that baffled me. They didn't fuck with Da Vinci Code, but they watched Passion of Christ. Yo, Passion of Christ was wild. Wow. But they like, loved that movie though. And the crazy part was that was like one of the first times my cousin was like, yo, like, I want you to watch something. Cause you know my cousin, you know what I'm saying? He damn near deacon now. And yeah. he was just like, yo, like you gotta watch Passion of the Christ. And yo, I think that we I think that what they thought that shit. I didn't see it in the movies, but I think I what they thought that, that I was gonna make like this complete transformation. Yeah. <laughs> because I watched Passion of the Christ. I left baffled. I'm like, so y'all wanted to see this? Man, I'm like, I watched it and I'm like, okay, this is a, this is extreme. That shit but was, was hours of Jesus getting his ass whooped. Yeah, like that's all it was. And it that's, was like, it was like watching a slave movie. Yeah, with a white person. Facts. And it's like, okay, like, what, what, what was the outcome? What, what like, what did you think I was gonna do? Like. Yeah, like it just, was a little weird, man. It was a little weird. It, it I was. Know that, I'm, it was. I, that kind of threw me off about Christmas, bro. I ain't going down that road. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's that's the one weird thing, man. They they get to talk about that. I just be looking at them like, all right, buddy. So, um, real quick though, man. Uh, I, I want to get back to Beverly King real quick. Okay, before we finish out. When she realized that Father Paul was no longer um, on the mission that she was on, and she kind of, you know what I'm saying, flip sides on my man real quick. <laughs> flip Yo. sides? Yeah. <laughs> she, you know what I'm saying, she she kind of she kind of took the reins and was like, Yo, if you ain't going to hold this shit down, my G, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take this coat over. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm going I'm to handle this right here. Yo, when she told my mans, I ain't seen you in a mask ever <laughs> but if you think you're gonna come in here <laughs> just because you think you got saved no nah, my brother you can go the other way i'm like yo that is totally against everything <laughs> that exactly preaching what is going that's why i said bro her character was so complex but it was it's like you hated her but you couldn't help to be intrigued with her because it was like everything that you're doing like you're using the bible for all the wrong reasons like she could quote every scripture in there. wasn't living none of that. wasn't living none of it because the whole thing is <clears throat> forgiveness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Acceptance. Like, yeah, you wasn't there. And then the way you viewed it, you mm-hmm. viewed it was if you are able to take this what they call a gift, mm-hmm. then you are quote unquote one of the chosen ones. So you should have been able to accept his past and bring him in mm-hmm. as one of your own. But you being petty. I didn't know the book was teaching pettiness. Told you, man. you know she what I'm saying? Power, you got power hungry real quick, man. Real she quick. She was like, man. hey, line these motherfuckers up. I need to see who all here so I can take a, a head count for, for these beds. Because you know what I'm saying? We're going to need to get some sleep. But I thought that was a very interesting um, I thought that was a very interesting scene in the show when she yeah. turned my man away. Then they told my man, go take a walk and watch the sunset on the beach. I said, that's Dirt. That's great. That's great. <laughs> no, what's dirty is when she dirty. killed that when she killed Joe Dog, man, and tried to act like it wasn't her. That yeah. was fucked up. 
I mean, I'm not surprised though. I'm definitely not surprised. Mm-hmm. And I like when um when when the sheriff came to talk to Joe and he's like, yo, I've known her since grade school. <laughs> and she's been the same person. Mm-hmm. And it's like he just gave us a quick rundown of who Bev was. Like Bev always been the same person since she was a kid. That's crazy. Like everybody in the town been scared of Bev. Man. And see, that's the, that'd be the thing that ticked me off. Like people be really scared of her. Like Lisa Dad, bro, he was so scared of that lady when she first and foremost, bro. You're not about to talk to me like this, old lady. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. You're not gonna you're not gonna talk to me like this. And you want me to move a dead body? How about you do it? How about that? I'll never come yeah. back here a day in my life. Matter of fact, I go tell the sheriff right now that y'all got a dead body in here. Yeah. But you know, I I just like I said, man, she was even though I didn't like her, she was definitely my favorite character. She was the most intriguing character of the show for me. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Uh, now, don't get me wrong. She acted her ass off. No, she did a. That's she what I'm saying. She did a great she job. She did her job. She, she did, did her job. job. I just. And I the just, crazy thing is, bro, the fact that they had her looking so old, and she ain't even that old. Nah, she really not. Shout out to the makeup artist on that show. <laughs> well, man, we talked about that. Sheesh. Yeah, we talked about that beforehand, man. Like, yeah, like cause she was she was born in seventy. The actress, the real person, was born in seventy nine. And one thing that's crazy was Riley was born in 82 and the character that played his mom was born in 72. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Oh, uh, man. So, uh, yeah, that that was wild. But uh, but I, th- I think they did good with the people that they chose, though. Yeah, man. So let's get into it, man. Fire flame time. My brother, my brother. What are you giving this? Uh... Like I mentioned, I think the cast was really good. Uh, look, as as look as much as I tried to kill Beth, man, she she really killed her role. Um, you know, Kate Siegel, like she apparently her and her husband got like a Netflix deal because you see her in a lot of Netflix joints, man. Yeah. Um, so she killed it. Um, also the girl uh that play uh Lizzie, like she's in a I seen her in a few Netflix. She's in Netflix well. yeah. So uh <clears throat> I like this little Netflix thing that they're doing, man, where you see reoccurring characters. But as far as the way that this show went and the way it was done, the way it was written, um, it's definitely one of my favorite uh, Netflix shows. So I'm I'm gonna give it I'm not gonna go uh, all the way, but um uh, but I'm gonna go four point five, man. I, I okay. fucks with uh Midnight Mass, man. I thought it was really good. Um, you brought a great point. Um, when you started going in on the sheriff, and you brought him in that whole Muslim mm-hmm. thing that they brought to it. Um, the way he was able to give a whole like the way he gave that background, man, was yeah. I mean, you said it, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna give it a four point five. 100% man um I'm gonna have to agree with you like I said earlier the story Brighton was amazing the build up <clears throat> to everything was amazing great plot twist in the show um not only that man just the you know what I'm saying just the being able to build up each character the way that they built up the characters was very um was very interesting because you don't see that a lot in TV shows and then not only that man the, the pace of it you know what I'm saying? The pace of it was kind of a, it, it was a steady pace. It Nothing really picked up and nothing really slowed down. It kind of stayed the same way throughout the whole show. It was a very interesting show. 
Um, and for them to make it an hour long on each episode and be able to give you that much for each episode, you know what I'm saying, without really having a major drop off, I thought was very interesting as well. Even though it's a limited series and, you know what I'm saying, we only got one season of it. I want to give it a five, but only because it's one season, I can't give it a five. So I'm going to go 4.5 with you. Cool, cool. That's what's up, man. So uh, <clears throat> coming soon, we got a legend, an icon, mm-hmm. a queen, mm-hmm. um, all of those adjectives all put into one, man. Um, Man, we got Viola Davis coming for y'all, man. Yeah, buddy. Um, we got an appreciation coming up. One of the greatest to do it. Even though, you know what I'm saying, her run came later um, as an actress, like when she really, really started to uh, really catch fire with everything that she's doing. Um, I mean, good. I think he froze up. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, we got Viola Davis coming in. Um, and like he was saying, you know, for her to come in at a later stage in life and kind of um <clears throat> have the career that she's had is very, very interesting. You know, you don't really see people be able to have that type of career and do that type of work. Um and still be able to have the accomplishments that she's had, be able to play in some of the roles that she's played and do some of the things that she's done. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying? She's also not only just been a part of um, television, I'm sorry, not television, uh, movies. She's also been a part of television, which is a very, very dope thing for her to do. Um, You've seen her own stuff like how to get away with murder and everything like that. But the most interesting thing is she has a movie coming out. I believe it's, toward the end of the year um and it is about the women and the uh the women who were the army um of the Dahomey tribe in Africa I forgot what part of Africa but you guys can do your research and figure it out but the movie is called The Woman King and it looks amazing you guys check that out <clears throat> it's an all female warrior um army and you know what I'm saying it's it's one of those things that you are definitely going to enjoy uh, if you are a historian buff like myself, I can't wait for the movie to come out. But that's the person we are going to be covering in the next episode. So make sure, you know what I'm saying, y'all stick with us and stay with us, man. We're going to be getting busy. Um, but until then, man, <clears throat> if you like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, if you want to hit us up, if you want to do any of the other stuff, man, just let us know. Hit us up on the socials, on Twitter and IG. Um, at View and Nine Pod and on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, if you want to hit me up, you can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I have a link tree, um, a link in my bio on there. You can find me everywhere else. Also, for the people that uh, don't know, check me out on Spotify, Title, um, Apple Music, Google Play, basically everywhere songs can be played. I got a single coming out. Um, it's called Zambient. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's some dance music. Check that out. I got a, a album coming out also 
uh, August 7th. But my music comes out, um, my single comes out July 28th. So be prepared for that. Get ready for that. Thursday is going up, man. Uh, it's going to be super fun. Just something I'm trying out. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing too serious. Um, but also, man, if you want to check out my guy, S. Dot, I'm not sure. I think he's supposed to be loading back up. He's having technical difficulties right now. But for the time being, man, check him out on Twitter, um, S.Foster8. Also on um, Instagram at S.Foster8. You can also check out his other podcast at 28 Minutes or Less. Um, make sure, you know what I'm saying, you go support him. He just had an episode about Drake. Go check that out. He's making some great points. He's talking some good stuff. He always has very interesting things to um, talk about on 28 Minutes or Less. So you guys make sure you go support that just as well as you support this. And um, until then, man, you know what I'm saying? We'll be seeing you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Thank you for showing your support and your love. We greatly appreciate it. And until the next episode, that's a wrap. Good. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Nah, you good, bro. I got you. I, I already got your socials and everything, buddy. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we have well, to stay, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate everybody for listening. My bad for the technical difficulties. And like he said, Hollywood wrapped it up. We'll be cutting this day. Yes, sir.